Listeners, this is Leslie Lello, and today I'm going to be talking about the first person I met in LA when I moved out there. And I was at a Starbucks and I was waiting online and there was somebody next to me, a, a guy about my age and about, and he just looked at me and we started talking. And it's interesting because our conversation followed in, uh, first of all, just coming from New York, that was like, oh my gosh, this person's talking to me. So that was a little bit odd. Um, but I'm, I'm here, well, before I get into the story, I'm going to actually talk about uh, what is interesting about the conversations of how conversation is initiated in LA and also the certain dynamics that I perceived and I got wrong and I got right at the time. Again, coming from New York, it was a whole different practice to me. So I'm waiting in Starbucks and um, like on my line and this guy starts talking to me. And it's interesting because in New York, that doesn't happen generally. Like, But in LA, it happens all the time. I met people everywhere and everybody talks to everyone else. And it makes sense because everybody is in the industry all together and it's a great opportunity and it's fun. And so, and I don't know if it's still like this. I mean, it was cause I was over there. I stayed, I had a gig a few years ago and it, yeah, it was. And so, um, there's just something about the vibe there that, or maybe just artists, you know, reaching out to other artists, they can, they already know there's a similar, um, vibe. Everybody's talking about the film and there's always something in common about that. So the first question he asked is, so, uh, what do you do? And that question was answered at the time was as an, I'm an actress. And that was interesting to, um, me to be asked that because at the time I was also a personal assistant to another actress, like my job, job, and then my, uh, practice and then what I was in LA to do ultimately. But what do you do? The question of that is usually answered by what your, your goal is in the industry. And so acting was my answer. And then the second question, uh, is, well, have I seen you in anything? And that was a weird question because coming from New York, very few people would ask that because it was all, especially at that time, it was all theater almost. I mean, I'd done a few movies in New York, but like generally, have I seen you in anything? You could be like, well, I'm in this improv group and such and such, but like very, or I did this play out off Broadway, you know, but it wasn't... Um, a question. So this was a new question for me to uh, answer. So I was like, I probably not. Uh, and so um, as I went on in Los Angeles, I noticed that these were the first two questions that everybody asked at almost every industry party. Now I'm going to have a side note here because I actually made friends and the, the group, I had two groups of awesome, awesome forever friends. And they were the first month I was there, I decided weirdly, I hadn't played softball in a really long time, but I decided I wanted to play softball. So I ended up just kind of wandering onto a field and like saying hello to a bunch of people who were playing softball. And I was like, can I play? And they were like, yes. And so I ended up playing with them. But it's weird because those 
people became my friends. And that group of friends stuck forever, which you'll find in L.A. It's very it sometimes can be very transient. Uh, Then actually, I had a lot of very sticking friends. That's not actually true because I'm thinking about. So then another group I ended up getting connected with. um, That was interesting because I briefly did extra work in Los Angeles. I didn't like doing extra work. I mean, the whole just it's it's if acting on film is doesn't feel like acting to the stage actor background work feels even more removed from that and i understand that sometimes it's a money you know it's financial financially advantageous for actors but generally i i did it twice and i was like nope i'm not doing this so being asked what do you do and have i seen you in anything and if you're a producer what was the budget of that film? Or if you're behind the camera, a lot of the time, the next question is, what was the budget? Because they want to know, like, what level of production you've been on. And this is a way of sizing people up. So here's the thing. Just as I said, those two groups, and there was even a third group, but that was more industry. I met them through industry um, activities. So that was a little bit more, what do you do? What's your budget? You know, kind of thing. But these two groups... I made a friend, so one friend I made on set doing extra, my first extra work in L.A., I ended up making friends there, and then I, even though I didn't do extra work anymore, all my friends became part of, like, it became, I became part of that group that this one person had already established, and friends for life. It was really an amazing thing, and I really uh, love that um, that became part of my experience in LA because they were fantastic people. They still are. I am very grateful for the friends I have in Los Angeles. So, and, and so when I was, um, out there then starting to do more entertainment industry stuff, it was, what do you do? Have I seen you in anything? Uh, or have I seen you any movies that you might've worked on and what was the budget? And the thing is, it's interesting because this is a way of sizing up. And when you are at these parties, I started, well, when I was there, I started to not like this question. Even though I asked this question, I started to not like this question because I always felt, again, coming from New York, that you should be in a plethora of different level career relationships so the again going back to the softball friends and you know the friends I had to um my friend Ryan who you know I met during doing extra work it was not like everybody was at a different level and everybody was doing different things and that was refreshing and uh and yet we didn't really talk about the industry very much it was about softball and it was about um, play in blackjack and and that was and things like that are fun activities which made it I think better so ultimately though you'd find that if somebody was like well I worked on a two million dollar movie and you're like well I've worked on only ultra below budget two hundred thousand dollar movies that that wouldn't be an established relationship um, even if you reached out afterward, it would feel like incongruent and um, even like to both people. Um, sometimes not true. If you can find an activity that would be mutually, because if you're like, let's go play tennis, 
then you can take it out of that context. But if it's in that context and a lot of people are filtering because when you do meet people everywhere, including Starbucks, supermarket, just parking lots, parties, bars, um, restaurants, everywhere. And it's so fun, but it's also a time when I've no, I noticed in my time in LA, you would size people up real fast and it was either a yes or a no. And it feels heartless, but it also on both, on the, both the receiving and um, living in that way, but it also is just like, there's too much. So it's like a necessity too in Los Angeles, if you're at all participating in the industry and you're going out a lot. So, um, you know, the thing is when it's a yes or a no real fast, you start to find that when you go to these events, you start to hang with the people who are basically at your level in the industry. And at first you're like, oh, I'm really hoping that this person's going to pull me up. This person who's done, you know, $5 million films and worked in with such and such and such and such, all these famous things. But that generally, if you think about that, that's kind of weird. And so I'm not saying this to be like, oh, that never happens or oh, because it did happen. Actually, it happened to me. That's how I ended up in Los Angeles. That's an interesting story for another time. But um, I think, I mean, I partially got into it in a previous podcast, but but. No, I didn't really. That's an interesting. We'll talk about that another time. But um, so I did have somebody pull me up. But again, it wasn't from a networking party. It was because we were interacting from a place of knowing each other through a different context. So, but the people you do meet at the industry things um, are generally on your level. And what I've noticed is there's a term where like you kind of feel like it's your graduating class. It's the closest thing to how I can describe it. So when I've heard comedians, stand-up comedians talk, they kind of talk about the graduating class. And my impression of that, I'm not a stand-up comedian, is that because they're always gigging and going to these different stand-up clubs, they are seeing the same people there. And they are churning. They're doing all these, you know, if you're in New York, you're going to nightclub number one or comedy club number one, comedy club number two, comedy club number three. And so are the other hundred comedians out there that are um, hustling and, and, and doing stand-up every night. So, and again, not a stand-up comedian, but this is how I've heard it. I've hung out with a lot of comedians and like, they also tend to be the, the friends I have. So they, uh, that's how it's explained. And I can see that also in Los Angeles where it's about, so my group of friends, Ryan, with, that I met through doing that one gig uh, of um, extra work, we eventually started making projects together. Um, I shot my first movie with them, and uh, that was, and I got mentored by another person in the group who was a director already, and he was directing his stuff, and I was in his play, and it that play, I was in his movie, and that's how it kind of worked out. So I want to, I have to uh, jump off this podcast because I've got a full day today, but I just wanted to say that that is a very interesting dynamic. So if you are meeting people in the industry, and obviously right now I'm recording this during COVID times, so we're not really meeting much in like a physical sense, but just know that it's generally, I used to be very frustrated um, at the lack of um, career level diversity in my relationships and friendships that were being 
filped in the strongest way, but then I realized that it was also um, a benefit. Uh, the two takeaways here is one, meet people during things that you like doing and fun activities rather than going to networking events. I mean, they're useful, but you'll have more fun and you'll find that the bond is better and you'll want to continue hanging out. And it's not an artificial uh, um, situation. And number two, if, you know, as you hang with the people that you hang with, if generally on their, that are on your level, that will be a boon to your career um, ultimately. And you'll find that as you graduate and you guys get better, generally you do end up pulling each other up, and that's a really nice thing. I will add, though, that sometimes I did get help from somebody who was absolutely well out of my stratosphere career-wise, and it was, I still, like, think of those as just, like, giant gifts and their generosity, and I send out gratitude and thank them whenever I see them or talk to them, and I just... Um, appreciate that too. So um, know that if you're at a certain level, it helps just pull people up once in a while, you know, and help them even if they're not on your level. And at the same time, um, if, if you are just starting out, don't take this as a you'll never be helped by anyone who's beyond your level. Just know that this is kind of the dynamic of, of this whole um, thing. And uh, I came to appreciate and and just really allow what happened naturally to be what it is and it really felt like that was really the best choice for my career and it was and so uh, I'll leave it at that and I just thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon